Hi, my loves. Today, we're talking to Hegina, and she is a psychic. She's a business mentor. She's an Amazon woman. It is absolutely incredible what this woman does. She is one of the most unique women that I've ever come in contact with. We were in a peer mastermind together and just watching her journey, watching her love bloom, watching her psychic abilities grow, watching her like music medicine come through, watching her deliver medicine from the jungle to humans that need it. It's so cool to see. And anyone that's like, they're high achievers and they're very, you know, how I used to be and they're masculine. They're like, what are you talking about? A little psychic and some Amazon, like what the heck? Listen to this, y'all. This woman is a multi-six figure business owner, taking people to the Amazon, talking to their soul, bringing it alive. It is so epic what she does. And we talk in this episode about being multifaceted, multi-passionate human beings. We talk about healing this inner narrative so that you can become all that you are meant to be, which I know y'all can relate to. It's more so more than just healing for yourself and you guys hear this and you hear me talk about this a lot where we're healing generational trauma so that you can change the narrative for your future children for your children children it's this thing it goes on she talks about this as well she calls it new earth it's healing for the collective it's not just for you it's for everyone and so this whole conversation it's gonna blow your freaking mind and i'm so excited to bring this here to y'all so make sure you go hang out i'll put all of her information in the show notes and then if you can hear the puppers just walk through the door, that's the licking in the back if you can hear that. Um, <laughs> and so uh, welcome. If you are from her community, I'm going to put my information in the show notes. Come hang out on Instagram and just take those thumbs and write us a review. It means the absolute world to me if you can do this because really does help us out. It helps us get more people like Hegina on the podcast so that we can grow this thing. And so it takes like 30 seconds and it really does impact us. I know when you're listening to these things, you don't think it changes things. It does. So thank you in advance for that life update. Y'all, if you're new here, I like to give life updates. Y'all like to get my life updates before we jump in to any of the podcasts. I'm going to make sure this is quick, but I'm currently in Florida. I'm traveling around. I have found my forever home, y'all. Here, I've been wanting to move back to Florida. I moved from Asia. I lived there for six years, moved to Florida for about six months, met a man, moved to Texas, and I've been wanting to get out of Texas since I got there. And it finally feels so good that I am doing that. I'm doing it for myself. I am, I have sold everything that I own and I'm finding this beautiful home. I have found entrepreneurial friends. Just things are going to be shifting a lot in my in-person life and I cannot wait. And then I get to jump back into the dating world and all the things. And I'm going to be sharing all of that here. You're going to be seeing a lot more tangible dating stuff on this page and in this podcast. And so I'm so excited about it. I feel very home. I feel very expanded. At the same time, I'm walking with the duality of I'm sad. I was supposed to be moving with my person. You all know I went through a breakup earlier, like about four months ago. And, you know, it's just interesting in this wobble of like, oh, I was supposed to be doing this with someone. But trusting and surrendering and expanding and choosing to see the greatness in this and feeling really home in it and being able to walk with duality as the gift of 
you know, alchemy, alchemizing your love. You get to hold so much and all the things. And so I'm very excited about that and expanding this business, simplifying this business, turning alchemy of love into a four month, like mastermind program blend thing. Like there's just a lot going on. So keep your eyes peeled if you are currently in that season of transforming your love life from the inside out, which I know you are. That's why you're here. Um, what else do I got for you right now? That's all my heart. That's all that's on my heart to inform you coming out on Instagram. I'm sure there's a lot more over there. And if you want to take this a step further, you can either jump in to alchemy of love four months journey where you have eight modules that you'll tap into, but then you have four months of like masterminding calls, Q and a with me, mentorship, sisterhood. As you go on this dating journey, we've completely transformed this whole thing. It's so fucking sexy. Um, I have some one-on-one spaces available. We have our master, Ooh, our membership, our master membership. And if you are in that free space, I'm just happy that you're here. And we do have a masterclass for transform your love life. There's a whole bunch of things, y'all. All you have to do is lead yourself to the conversation. So if you just want to come over on Instagram, tell me where you're at and I'll point you in the right direction. Okay. So that is all for now. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs, safety is imprinted, and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. Hi, Baba Boo. I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> Same. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited to dive in to wherever this leads. And the first question I always ask, you know, this podcast is called Healing to Happy. I have the most extraordinary experts and all this kind of thing. And sometimes we do this thing where we pedestal people. And especially when they're on a podcast, it's like they have something figured out that I don't, please tell me. And that is often the case. That's why we're here, but we're also human. So I like to ask the question to everyone, what are you currently healing your way to happy on? Ooh, that just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm like, wow, way to put me on the spot. <laughs> what am I currently healing? Hmm. Mm. Something that's really alive for me right now is healing the tendency and pattern I have to push and to overwork and to do and to run myself into the ground to the point where my nervous system becomes so dysregulated and then I'm like a mess. That's so alive for me right now and it's been so many layers deep. 
but especially being home right now, I'm at my uh, childhood home in, in Fort Myers, you know, Fort Myers. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you guys know too, whenever you go to your childhood home, it always brings up the old stuff. So I'm noticing it being here extra loud because it's like, all right, it's time to, to go one layer deeper and, and heal this. Mm, I so see you in that, honestly. And it is when you're in those spaces. I don't know about you, but anytime I used to go home as well is when that pushing would come out. It was like this like proving kind of thing. It's like, I know I live this eclectic life. So like when I'm here, I have to really work. I have to show you that I'm doing these things. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is this that's going on? Mm -hmm. See you in that. That's the human thing. Um, and we can dive into it more. But can you introduce yourself to our lovely listeners or your listeners that are tuning in right now? Yes. So hi, I'm Hegina Osilva. I'm a spiritual business mentor. I'm a psychic medium. I'm a medicine woman. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them call in their next level of leadership, wealth, and impact. So I'm all about new earth. If you check out my stuff, it's like new earth, new paradigm. How are we co-creating this world together? I love that. Let's break down. What is new earth? Mm, girl, new earth. <laughs> so I get this question on my platform too, especially when I talked about it a lot more like a couple of months ago, but it's not a physical place. It's, it's this idea. It's like a frequency that, that you're in. It's this frequency where first off you are connected to God, spirit, the universe, whatever you identify with calling it. I think it's all the same thing. You're identified with that. You you understand that we are all one. You basically have gone through a spiritual awakening and you recognize that you are the creator of your own reality and you can be, do, and have anything that you desire. And yeah, with that takes the responsibility of co-creation. It's like, oh, we've awakened since we know we're the creator of our own reality. How do we want this game to play out how do we actually want to experience this we can break all of the rules it doesn't mean working a nine to five doing this set thing you know being wrapped up in in healing the the symptoms rather than going to the root all of that and yeah coming together as a collective force really it's about the collective mm, and that is my people's jam they freaking love it. But it's like, I, I haven't heard the term new earth. Like that is something where I'm like, yes, but it is. It's a collective thing. It's the domino effect. It's you as this whole unit of the universe and how you, what you're doing impacts all. So what are you doing? You know, as opposed to putting, putting it outside and waiting, like, oh God, it drives me nuts when it's like, well, when this happens, then I'll do that. And then I'll be happy. And then I'll do this. And then and it's like, absolutely not. You are the creator, the architect, the director, the freaking everything of your entire being take that as an honor as opposed to a hindrance and like step into that in a way where it's like ooh, what magic do i want to facilitate how do i want to step into this what do i want to do and that's why i love watching you and what you do because it's like you watch yourself and you're like medicine woman in the amazon traveling here <laughs> this like city goddess what is she doing here <laughs> she's building this like multi six-figure company here she's singing for therapy here i'm like you're so cool like what <laughs> like <laughs> and what's so cool about this is like you're the permission slip for being a multifaceted human being that doesn't have to fit the mold. And I and I know this is a big thing with my audience where it's like I'm the black sheep of my family. I I have all these passions. I have all these things. I want to be expressed. I want to do this. But where do I fit in? And then it's constantly seeking this where it's like where do I fit in? And so talk to me about that because you have such an eclectic sort of things that you, your intro in and of itself, right? So like. <laughs> 
in this being a medicine woman, a psychic, a medium, a you know, business mentor, all these kind of things in this new earth, what was stepping into that like, right? Like claiming that identity of being a multifaceted new earth mama. Like, what was that? Like? Well, you touched upon it a little bit and I love, I'm like, girl, getting goosebumps. Spirit is here. I'm feeling it. If hopefully you guys on the other end, you're, you're feeling the energy here. It really starts with, yes, taking responsibility, power, but that first step is your being. It is your vibration. It's who you are. And I actually was talking about this with a friend the other day. It's, it's you knowing that you have control over who you are. Yes, there are certain aspects of your personality and things like that, but to know who you are means to be in the present moment. And so I really give credit with awakening to the reality that I already am everything that I desire. I already am everything that I seek. And that sounds so cliche, but it's real. It, it was through the art of meditation. Specifically, I'm, I'm thinking back when I did my yoga teacher training and I started meditating every single day. This was before I even started working with plant medicine. It was that core foundational understanding that if I can quiet my ego mind enough, and come into the now and actually be just be that is me being with god that is source that is creation that is the foundation of everything and anything that's when you can actually hear clearly you can feel the nudges of where you're meant to go clearly it's when we identify more with our ego mind that we then become stuck in these patterns of stagnation. We, we become powerless. We become stuck in this reality where we think, oh, I can't do that, right? Like you said that some people might be listening to this. It's like, well, how did she do this? It's like, anyone can do this. This is the gift that we've been given. This is the access to the present moment of the here and the now the birthplace of everything. <laughs> I'm like, girl, we'll go on a whole rabbit hole if, if we need to, because this goes so deep. <laughs> oh, 100%, and even going back to it's not even doing more it's being more like mm -hmm. that's the part of can you release and let go of how you think it's all supposed to go and how you think life should be based on all these outside norms based on what you think will fulfill you and give you happiness and all this stuff when in reality it's how present can you be to this very moment and you'll get the nudge of where you're supposed to be you'll get mm -hmm. the nudge of the direction of the thing you're supposed to say of how it's supposed to look like that nudge is within all of us we just happen to have a whole bunch of protectors from the things and the lives and the things that we lived on where if you can quiet your mind enough you can connect to god and you can actually start to be with where you're supposed to be and that mm -hmm. is that is truly the gift and so when we talk about, I want to dive into like medicine woman, and I want to dive into like the psychic realm. And I want to dive into this thing because we do the business stuff. And I feel like we know that, right? Like that sign. It's like, okay, that makes sense. We got it. Like, but you've grown this beautiful company and this beautiful baby and this multi six figure little gorgeous thing, right? By being a medicine woman in the Amazon and being a psychic <laughs> And all these things, and it's just—I love it so much. So, talk to my listeners. What is a medicine woman? What is a psychic medium? And how does that relate with your business? Like, give us the ends on how this all works and this gorgeous human being. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> I just love you. Every time you talk, I'm like, oh, I can't stop smiling. So, medicine woman. 
I mean, my definition is you're connected to plant medicine. It's not necessarily like I'm out here facilitating ceremonies because I do work with an indigenous tribe, the Yoanoa indigenous tribe of the Brazilian Amazon and working with them. I've really, without going down too much, another like segue, I've really identified with integrity around that. You know, there's way too many people out there calling themselves shamans is what I'm trying to get at. Like, that's not what this is. It's just simply me identifying as having a connection to plant medicine, specifically ayahuasca, but also mushrooms. And so for me, I mean, girl, we could have like a three hour long podcast on the medicine alone, but what I'll say is what it has helped me do is connect to that element that we were just speaking of being, you don't need it. You can always connect to God's source, but it has helped me unwind and reprogram the parts of my ego that keep me from accessing God in my everyday life. It's like a little shortcut, right? Of shadow work, of healing, of transmuting. And it in many ways has gifted me in strengthening my psychic gifts. So it's like, they kind of go hand in hand. So with that, being psychic, I really identify with having this inner knowing that we all have, but being deeply connected to it and also being able to connect to other people's systems, energy fields, moods, programming as well in order to help them heal and identify and go on this journey. So it comes up a lot in business with this plant medicine. It's helped me kind of access it. And and the best way to explain, it, I'm even seeing now, it's like we all have these channels to source. It's kind of helped me clear all the junk that was keeping me from accessing it clear and connected, right? Like a radio frequency, I finally found the dial. And then with my psychicism, I can use that with my clients. I use it all of the time. They come in, right? They have this business thing going on, but everything has an energetic root. So I'm like, okay, you're over here talking about you're you're scared to make that next big investment in a graphic web designer, right? It's like so rudimentary. Um, but then we go in and I'm like, oh, but this is actually connected to something's going on in your like heart area. Like what's there? And then we go explore and then it gives you the knowledge you need to go in and do that shadow work to transmute that and come back to who you really are aka clearing your own channel so that you can continue to be a direct source to being i hope this is making sense yeah. to people. <laughs> i mean i'm like clear as day i'm like yes tell me more i love it <laughs> so when it's this like psychic channel is that like a feeling in your body is that something you've known that you've always had what was that and if yeah, someone I'm like, because I know a lot of people like tap, they're like, I feel, I know I have that where I'm like, I've been told it's like, you have psychic dreams. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But sometimes I think I just have dreams and then things and then whatever. And then it's like, but like, what is that feeling like? And then like, what is that clearing like to get to that feeling? Mm, the feeling. So just so I can understand you correctly, mm -hmm. what is the feeling of being connected feel like for me specifically? Yeah. Yes. So there are different clairs, which is how you receive your psychic information. I think it's fun to go ahead and explain what they are. So there's clairvoyance, which means you receive it visually. There's clairaudience, so you hear it. There's claircognizant, which means you just know it. it oftentimes you feel it like in your gut, gut feeling. And then there is clairsentience, which is like you physically feel it. And I have all four of them. <laughs> so I receive my information through various ways, but I'll say the strongest ones are clairvoyance. So I visually see it and clairaudience. I think those are the stronger ones. 
And what was the second question? I already forgot. <laughs> it was, it's like, so if someone starts to feel that, right. So say for me, I'm going to speak for myself. I feel like I have things, but there's also like a block. There's mm. a block that's tapping into it. And so my question was like, has this always been the thing for you? Have you just been a kid that's like running around and you're like, I see it and like stuff like mm. that, or it's like these nudges, these breaks. And then what was that clearing process like? Yeah. So I believe everyone has the ability, but we've just been taught to not trust it. So it's just like a muscle at the gym. When you first go there, it's weak, right? You can barely flex it, but then you keep going and you practice it and then it becomes stronger. It's the same thing with your psychic channels. So I will say, I remember being young and it being really strong, but then around middle school, high school, lots of programming, you know, all the stuff that clouds us that we all go through. Um, and then it wasn't until like two, three years ago, I really started dedicating to it. So practicing it, healing the narratives that told me I couldn't trust myself. That happens a lot because I do help my clients with psychic spiritual gift development as well. So that's one of the biggest things you can do is visit the narrative that told you that you couldn't trust this gift. And it, there tends to be like a significant event that will have happened that kind of started the closing of your gifts, but you have the gift of going in, doing the shadow work, healing to happy, <laughs> healing to be psychic. And once you move through that, you practice, it will become easy for you again. Mm, I love that so mm -hmm. much. And I it, like even the clearing of the narrative, because that's with everything. That's like, especially as someone that's multi-passionate, multifaceted, moving through things. I know that I felt this where it's like, where do I belong? Mm -hmm. Where do I belong when I have all these things? Because we cling, I mean, it's a survival. It's a coping mechanism, you know, back in the day in the tribal times, if we didn't belong, we were dead. You know, it's like, you have to belong. But when you are this spiritual being, plus this earthling, plus this person, plus this traveler, plus these places, it's like, you look at the places around you. And it's scary to even want to step into that, right? Because it's like, well, what happens when? And I remember this moment. I had this recently, actually. We were just talking about my relationship clearing where I was I was sitting with my partner at the time. And I was like, I feel like everything's about to 10X. But it's like my spiritual awakening is going to happen. Like I'm going to be full-blown this. I'm going to step into this portal. I'm going to claim this identity. But I feel like I'm going to lose my best friend. I feel like I'm going to lose the people around me because it's, very ethereal it's very out there it's very I'm just being who I know myself naturally to be when I'm alone by myself but it's like that coming out moment little did I know it was actually the clearing of that relationship and a deepening of my friendship but for the people that are in that space where it's like I'm so afraid because I've also witnessed this in my life and I want to hear yours where it's like if you don't God will like he will, he will mm -hmm. nudge you. He'll keep nudging you. And I can think back to this where I was like, I am being nudged. I'm not listening. What's the one thing that's going to make me listen? Well, girl, I'm going to break your heart. Let's see how this goes. And it's like, I've been trying to tell you, but stepping into that. So people don't have to have their heart broken. What was it like for you for stepping into that? And how do you guide your clients through that moment of just like full ownership over who you are and releasing the narratives of your past? Yes. Huh. It's always the toughest part of the journey because like you said, we've evolved to want to belong. We've also evolved to have fear because it's it's here to keep us safe. And so one thing is accepting that the fear is inevitable. I feel like so often people think 
like they're going to feel 100% ready to make that big change or they're just going to know when it's time. I feel like you'll never fully know or feel 100% ready, but you have accepted that this fear is inevitable and you're choosing to surrender regardless. It's like surrender, trusting that there's the desire for a reason, there's a nudge for the reason and trusting that God, the universe has your back. And that's so much easier said than done. <laughs> like there've been so many times where you're like right up on the edge of the cliff. You're like, what? Like the parachute's gonna go off, right? And God's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna go off. You're gonna like land on a bed of flowers. I'm like, no, 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 but like I'm looking right now and there's jagged rocks, like, right? It's like, okay, but you're not gonna know. You're gonna just stay here in this like weird state knowing that like you need to jump, but all of this adrenaline is run rushing through your head. It's like, just jump. And then ah, there's that big release. <laughs> you're caught and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I understand this. And then the funny thing is because of the way we work, we'll go through the, through these periods again and again. So it's like, well, even once you move through it. So the, the trick is to learn to be brave, to be courageous, to be willing. You don't have to be fearless, but you have to be willing to just go for it. And yeah, I mean, the way I walk my clients through this is, is just showing them who I, who they really are and sharing the stories and, and all of the moments in which I've had to do that. Right. And what has happened because of that. And it's happened so many times with so many people. I mean, look at you. It's like, guys, I think there's enough evidence out here. <laughs> this is real. I'm like, when are you going to get it? But people also have their own journey, right? They have to, to move yeah. through it on their own. Well, it's also a survival mechanism, right? Like we have been, especially anyone, I just dropped my pen, anyone that's been in a traumatic event, which is everyone, it's like, I finally feel safe here, mm. you know? And then it becomes this thing where it's like, okay, I can feel safe and I can feel comfortable, but I also don't feel fulfilled. Like I'm kind of numb to life. I'm not feeling like I'm authentically expressed. I'm sticking to this one identity because this has worked and it has helped me get the man and the person and the job and the clients and the things. But I'm also on the back end, this like super spiritual, like who knows what the heck is going on? Let me go into the Amazon and do these kind of things. Like it is that part of us where it's like, oh, can I really be all of that and still be loved? Can I really be all of that and be fully accepted? Can I really be all of me and still be chosen? And at the root of that is, you know, are you choosing self? Like, are you other than anything else? Like all you have to worry about is God and God made you. So if you can connect back to that force, it's like freeing yourself from this. I don't belong. And just literally, I was just working on this in therapy. This is why it's so fresh where it's like, it's, it's that piece where it's like, instead of seeking it outside and thinking that group or that thing, like can life surprise you as it catches you? right? Like mm -hmm. put that catcher's mitt out to like, actually there's fluffy pillows down here and it's not rocks. <laughs> you just saw it from that angle and it's not actually correct. It's, it's, you know, it's a pile of fun and it's really taking that leap. And, you know, I can see how that would be terrifying, but it really is one of the most freeing things. Cause you only get one of these things. You only get one, like in this human shell form, like who knows, you know, all the things are going to do after, but it's like, you only get this one life. So it's like, why would you not go all out at the end of the day? Why would you not explore all the nooks and the crannies of who you can be and then bring that to the world in an authentic way? And it's totally normal to be afraid. But why is that stopping you? You know? Mm -hmm. 
it's funny you were saying like all of the different things you can be. I totally identify with that because I'm sure you'll relate to this too. But when I was younger, I was like, I want to do and be everything. Like I want to travel the world and I want to be a surfer and I want to go diving and I want to live in France for a year, like all of these things. And it's making me think and connect to the concept of desire and how through everything that you just shared, there's the thread there of your desires, right? Because I feel like I was connecting to you saying to the people who are playing it small and who are staying safe, it's like, you actually do have desires. If you feel unfulfilled, you still have desires that you're connecting to, otherwise you wouldn't feel unfulfilled. And so if you lean towards the desires, they'll often be the thing that leads you down this path. I don't know. Would you agree with that? hundred percent, hundred percent. But we're taught that desires are wrong. You know, mm -hmm. we're taught that we get to an age where it's like cute when you're like, I'm going to be an astronaut and I'm going to travel the world. And I said, <laughs> since the age of four, I was like, I'm going to change the world. And I would like have these stencils of like Gandhi's head and I would like fill it with things and, you know, normal four-year-old things that we do. And I was like, I'm going to change the world and have these big visions. And my, at first it's cute. And then it becomes be serious and get a real job. Mm -hmm. you know, go, go do the things, go make the money. And it was like, well, I love money, but I also want to do this. And I want to talk about sex and I want to do this. And I want to travel here. And it was like, that life doesn't exist, baby girl. And I was like, watch, like, let me go make it. And it's like, no longer are the desires wrong, but that comes from the internal battle of like, because you want it, it was given to you by God. Mm -hmm. right as long as you can check in and it's not like these like even if it's a big like you want a big house and a big car and you want the things like you know the difference between that's a desire on your heart and it feels like it's a memory from the future or it's a I'm trying to fulfill a wound within me that somehow is going to be filled if I think I get that car like those are very two different desires and when you can have the clarity of this is actually you know it's meant for me this is what my life is and I'm not sorry about that that is so much cleaner and that's harder to quiet, you know? Yes. I was just having this conversation with my client yesterday. It's the way we were talking about it. It's exactly like you said, it's a desire um, that comes from the soul, the purest part of you versus the ego, but neither are wrong. This was actually cool. Mm -hmm. uh, this got me in like, oh, that makes sense. But neither are wrong because even if you have that more egoic desire, if you go down that path, what will most likely happen, whatever will unfold will be the thing that reminds you that you don't need that thing to be happy, fulfilled, all of those things. So it's like, all right, guys, at the end of the day, desires are great. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's from the, the ego or soul, it's all bringing you back to God. <laughs> that is so freaking true. Like I can think of the first business that I made and it's you know, six figure company when I was living in Asia, all the things. And it was like, oh, I thought this would make me happy. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. But then that led me to, I was like, okay, then I guess I'll move back to America and I'll start over and I'll figure something else out. Even though I built this beautiful thing, I was like, well, money, what is it worth if I'm 26 hours away from my family and I'm not connected and I'm all these things. And I was like, cool, started this business. And then same thing, you know, with relationship, usually we think that love we think it's going to give us this thing and it's going to be perfect and I'm going to feel lovable and dateable and all my wounds are going to be healed. And then they break up with you. And this is why I think breakups are the ayahuasca journey of the soul because you sit there and it's like, oh, it was my love all along. I was chasing my love 
within you. And oh my goodness, thank you so much. Like this is, it's like, thank you. Like this is a gift And either way. You're so right. It's like, yes, all those things are egoic desires, but they will ultimately lead you to exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Back home. <laughs> I freaking love that. What was that like? Like in like your journey where you pivoted into this or have you just always been like, I'm going to go live in the Amazon and I'm going to start singing and I'm going to channel and like <laughs> medicine woman doing ayahuasca on a random Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been an evolution, but since the beginning of my business, it always felt like a very soul led, soul aligned. Mm-hmm. I'm co-creating this with God source, but I will say along the journey, cause I wasn't even working with plant medicine when I first started my business it all just unfolded perfectly. You know, it's like the little thing, like the craziest ways in which I would have never expected universe delivered to me exactly what I wanted, right? But I couldn't map out the how, but I have for sure had those moments where I've kind of forgotten or lost sight. Like specifically, I'm thinking even like a year ago where I stopped co-creating it with spirit became about the money. People started becoming dollar signs. It was just like, I was burnt out. Like I forgot the why. And I would say I even went through that, like a mini version of that at the beginning of this year. But here's the thing. It's like that oscillation of identifying more with your ego versus your soul, I believe is inevitable. It's gonna happen so many times throughout your life. And then just like we said, even if it is you're operating more from the ego it's to serve you and bringing you back home to who you are it's almost like i get to visit who i'm actually not and and see all these parts of me why am i acting this way like why did that happen get curious and observe almost become this like person who's sitting on the seat of observation rather than identifying with it and then from there take back my power to remember who i really am to come back to the why to to yeah, everything that we've been talking about, the fact that I'm the creator and and it's all about a bigger mission than all of the things I think it's gonna temporary fill. So yeah, I've definitely been on that whole exploration the, the last three years, but I would say throughout the whole time I've been traveling, doing crazy wild shit. At this point, my parents are not surprised when I tell them I'm going somewhere else or doing this thing. Yeah, it's been like four years of this. I love that so much. It is really just this permission slip. It's this permission Mm -hmm. to be all of it and to really walk into it. And I love what you were talking about where it is this, it always leads you to where you're supposed to be. Uh It really, truly does. And I can really relate to that because it's like, if I look back to the pushing business, it's like the starting the business, the first business I had, it was a very pushing business, but it just happened. You know, it was like, it was just this accidental thing. I was in Asia, messed up my life a little bit, got sober, did my stuff. And God was like, thank you. Now go help other people and go this way. And then you come back and you're trying to copy, at least for me, I came back and I was trying to copy and paste it mm-hmm. into this thing. But God's like, no, like that is not, the you did that already. You're not supposed to be doing it this way. But like, because the ego is like, but this is what I did do and it worked last time. Here, let me copy and paste how I'm doing it. As opposed to actually, let me just get quiet for a second. Let go of control of thinking I somehow think I can outsmart God. That's really funny. 
let me then lean back and see what comes through and it's going to look completely different and it's terrifying because you have nothing to compare it to but mm -hmm. if you think back to the beginning of all the things that you did the first time they worked out because you were so naive you didn't have the go getting in the way of let me control it and this is how it's supposed to be and let me orchestrate it so i can get this result and become this hungry ghost and be in this kind of element where it's like if you actually just relaxed a bit if you actually just softened like you did in the beginning and tapped into that fresh lens you can actually hear what is trying to come through from source mm. oh so eloquently said and and i think that's exactly what i went through earlier this year you get to the moment where again it's it's now become comfortable because that's what you're used to that pattern how you were running your business but like you said you need to step back relax listen there's a reason why there's natural seasons in in the earth in the world in this reality we're the same way it's the season of okay now i'm going to just listen it's not about the action and the output it's about the being the relaxing to then receive the next nudge the next thing that's going to bring you on the next path and tying it back to what we were saying and then it requires the willingness to break out of what is now comfortable to go mm -hmm. down that path well, that's the hardest thing. That's actually the topic that we have for this month inside of my membership, where it's all about surrender. Because especially as high achievers, surrendering is one of the hardest things in the world to <laughs> actually sit and be like, okay, I trust. It's like, I kind of trust. Like, mm -hmm. I know the concept of trust. I can read all the books. I can do all the things. But if you actually ask me to trust and lean back, it's like, Oh no, but mm, I think I'm going to do it this way. I was literally just on the phone with my best friend about this, where it's like, I know they said not to do this because this is going to happen, but this is what I want. And I like told her, I was like, well, there's options, you know, you can do what you want and there's one path that's going to happen. But if she told you to do this path, and we're talking about a psychic medium and it's like, you have your options, you know, you control your own fate at the end of the day, but she's telling you one way to go. Like my psychic told me, she's like, that you are not allowed to date because if you do date you are going to get stuck in dallas and we know how that ends up and i was like i'm out like i'm done i'm good we will sit in our little freaking kingdom queendom over here right now and my best friend is having the same kind of issue where she's like but i want to i want to be courted and i want to be and i was like you can go do that but then there's one pathway you're going to go on as opposed to source is telling you this way like you are getting it from the medium right now you have this option that to ultimately get you to where you want to go and you eventually will get to where you want to go there's just going to be two different pathways one's mm -hmm. going to be a little bit easier that's literally being guided to you and the other one is like my ego wants to go this way for comfort because this is what i want right now and so it truly is this like liberated act of surrender that the human just has to continually step into and be like okay fine I get it. Let me figure this out. Let me take this message. Let me lean back a little bit. And it's just, it's being human is such a trip. Man. <laughs> like we signed up for this shit. What is this? Like, I didn't know it was going to, it's so paradoxical, right? Being human. It's, like, it's the best thing where you have those days where you're like, God, I love my life. I'll have that often. I'm like, this is amazing. And then we're watching a movie flash forward. I'm like, this sucks everyone hates me this is so hard <laughs> it's all of it man it's all of it but yeah surrendering is so hard so much easier said than done everyone's like it's fine just surrender and it's like what does that even actually mean it means so many things it really does mean so many things 
I've been geeking out on uh, Michael Singer lately and how his like biggest focus is it's not even about going into your past to learn how to let go and surrender and all these kind of things. It is genuinely in this very moment, you choose not to add any more stuff. You don't have to go back and process your childhood and do the things you eventually will because you're going to get to a place where you're so clear that that does come up because you can't hide it. But it's genuinely about the right now. You choose like something happens with your partner, something happens with your business, something happens with your health, whatever. You sit there and you're just like, no. Like, I'm just not going to let this close my heart. And he talks about this a lot where it's like, it's the option of not like, we're always like, well, how do I open my heart? How do I open my heart? How do I open my mind? How do I open up to expansion, whatever? And he's like, it's not about that. It's about choosing not to close. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Even if things are going to go as planned, you're going to get your heart broke. Things are going to go haywire in business because that's what happens. Like we live in this human realm. Things are unpredictable and they're hard. That's the whole point. That's why we're here. But if you can sit there and make this conscious choice every day from this moving forward of I'm choosing to stay open. That's it. Even when it gets hard, especially when it gets hard, that is the act of surrender. It's like, I am choosing to just go, I'm still keeping my heart open. And that's it. And I love that concept. I've been geeking on it because it, it it's hard as human, right? Like we want to protect, we want to give into the ego. We want to do these kind of things. We want to, you know, stick to the old narratives and do the things that we know are comfortable, but it's just that opening where it's just like, actually, I know myself to be because this has been the message on my heart for God knows how long. Can I stay open to this? Hmm. That's beautiful. I love Michael Singer. The Untethered Soul was definitely mm-hmm. one of my spiritual awakening books. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you too. I think it's gotten a lot of people. It's like, what? I remember reading it. I'm like, oh my gosh, mind blown. I never thought about that concept. It's yeah, you just choosing to not close. And and it coming back to that concept we talked about, it's coming back to the now. I mean, Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle, however you pronounce his name, whatever, um, talks about that in the power of now, right? Everything and anything is now. The past doesn't exist, nor does the future. So I think he's just coming back to that concept is, yep, the other stuff doesn't matter. By you choosing to be present, you're choosing to not close because you can only be in the frequency of love if you are present. Presence equals love. Mm-hmm. Equals open (laughs) do you feel like that has been one of the biggest contributors to your success and your love and this journey that you've been on because you do you have success you have this freedom you have a love that is so beautiful you have you know all of this stuff going on where it's like do you feel like the act of surrender and letting go and opening is because of that a hundred percent so <laughs> so much so. I'm like a hundred yes all of it I was even thinking about this the other day because the moments in which things have gotten extra really unnecessarily hard have always been the moments in which I'm not as present it's when I haven't been doing my practices that bring me back into that space it's the space where it's easy to surrender it's not easy to surrender if you're all up in your mind trying to solve it like it's a math problem. That's not surrendering. That is the literal opposite of surrendering. And so every moment that has been like the ones I was saying before, like, I love my life has always been when I am more tuned into the now. I mean, of course, we can't always be in the present moment because we have 
our minds <laughs> and our ego, but it's like more often than not, as soon as I stop meditating and doing my practices and connecting to source, that's when things just go to shit, <laughs> but it still serves, right? As we mentioned, because in those spirally, crazy suffering moments, I remember, oh, the key is coming back into the now, coming back into love. <laughs> Mm, it's so true and it's like the universe will like just flick you right in the middle of the head mm-hmm. it's, what are you doing what are you doing attention <laughs> get back in straight and it's like okay, <laughs> god thank you i love that oh i love this conversation so much i'm just like it makes me so happy too because it's like i got to get to know you a little bit more and meet you in this space which is such a delight and it is i'm so fascinated by your life and such a not even fascinating it's like i'm expanded by how multifaceted you are like in how in alignment that is it's not like the the chicken nuggets that are kind of bouncing around and trying to figure themselves out and they're like doing the thing and like we we all go through that we're like what mask am I gonna wear and then we spend the rest of our lives taking off our masks but it's like you just have all these passions and they're so weaved together so beautifully within who you are that then impacts your clients and then impacts the collective to then bring you know the tribes and the things like it all comes together so beautifully and it's been so cool to just like see it from the outside and then to just pick your brain a little bit more on that and like invite us into your little like web of life has been such a gift. So thank you so much. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for that reflection. I'm like, oh, I openly receive that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then one day we'll finally be in Florida at the same time, whenever the heck that's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we <laughs> always just miss each other. It's like, darn it. By like a week. <laughs> I know. But my booty will be there permanently come September. I cannot wait. Um, but any last words, any last things before we ask the community where they can connect with you? Mm-hmm. What's coming through is just do the thing. Whatever's on your heart, just fucking do it. <laughs> no more excuses. I hope if anything, this has inspired you in yeah stepping into your power and remembering who you are Mm, really retweet that that is great (laughs) (laughs) well as you know where can our community connect with you follow all of your journeys all the things yes so i'm on instagram and tiktok i'm at Hegina O Silva. So that's spelled R E G I N A O S I L V A. By the way, I love that you got my pronunciation right. I'm like, go, Laura, because so many people are like, Regina. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you cry. Um, and you can also check out my website. I have tons of offerings and other juicy things on there. It's HeginaOSilva.com. You are such a gift. I am so happy that my community gets to meet you and connect with you. And yes, go follow her, go connect with her. She does the coolest things. Like it's just expansive to watch and I've really enjoyed it. And then after you're doing that, take those sexy little thumbs and go write us a review if you're feeling calm. And we'll see you in the next episode.